on the Spencer the Pez, poking out at the cons, Renaissance vests, watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Listen up, fanboys! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast! And here's your host, the weather dominator, Derek McCall! <laughs> I just don't know how to respond are to you some one of these introductions. Are you one of the Flash's rogues, the weather dominator? Uh, that'd be the weather wizard, okay. although in uh, the Justice League television pilot, he was called the weather man. Maybe a tangent and villain. Played by, by Miguel Ferrer, which maybe, I like the comparison. Maybe it's a new moniker that I just gave you. Maybe. maybe. Regardless of being named after Lon's favorite G.I. Joe plotline. <laughs> the best. Yeah. <laughs> this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, uh, coming to you pseudo-live from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 105, in Santa Clara, California. Barely alive. It's eerily quiet in here. Regular listeners will note that there's no screaming in the that background. All of a I sudden- can substitute. There we go. Why would you ask for that? <laughs> all right. Don't Sitting across from me and, and opening and flapping his lips like a complete moron, moral compass... Okay. And commentator, Rick Brettschneider. Say hello, Rick. Hello. And, of course, (laughs) giggling like a schoolgirl. As I usually do. Not Michael Goodson. Actually, (laughs) we are uh, grateful to have the feminine influence editor of FanboyPlanet.com. Aaron, oh, no, I was waiting for that. my name. I was waiting so, for that. No, because I saw, I saw Lon poised. He was like ready to go in and go, hi. And do his Anna Nicole Smith impersonation. I would have done it. I would have done it. Like anyway, <laughs> Aaron Frost. Good Hello, Aaron. everyone. You know, it usually <laughs> takes us about 25 minutes to get this sloppy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. No, we just so cut to the chase It's this a time. new record. Go ahead. And, of course, my commentator. Uh, it, Whatever. My announcer. Yes. Yes. An editor in his own right of moronlife.com. That's right. Some call me the velvety throated. Some call you the space cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. (laughs) I wish I could throw out any other Steve Miller references, but I can't. Gangster of Of the gangster of love, the pompatist of love. I'm kind of a joker, a toker, a midnight smoker. smoker. There you go. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. I call him poker. All right, so uh, we've got the Fanboy Planet podcast, and we've got uh, a lot of movie and TV news tonight. This is I the think. first one of 2008. Am I? Oh my goodness! Am I incorrect? It is because Rick did a great job. Managed to edit last week's podcast and, uh, and got it out in 2007. So now here we are in the cold days of Happy Rick. New Year, everyone. Hello. Happy New Year. I think we were able to get 70 podcasts out last year. 70? There's no. only 52 weeks in a year. Okay, so we got 57 no. of them. We, we, I think there were a couple that were more than one a week. I mean, was we had, sort of couple weeks. We had Fanboy Planet After Dark. But then we missed a couple. Though. Yeah, well, we might have Michael Goodson stepping in a little later, and we might have a mysterious <coughs> two-year-old guest with him, so we'll see. Oh, but she's so cute. Shh. He. I ruined the Dang. surprise. I know. <laughs> you okay. ruined it anyway. I know. I did. <laughs> I, we'll see. I just it, added... 
semi-details. Sure. Why okay. don't we just go straight to uh, listener mail? Why don't we just go on to that? Well, according to the... Let me check the listener mail file. Nobody emailed other than to offer me Viagra. So, sorry to this week. the devil. Hey, it's oh, Mr. Viagra. <laughs> Speaking oh, of Viagra, wait, that's not Mr. What I meant. Michael Goodson. Hey. Okay. We're going to talk some comics news. Not comics that have actually come out yet, but uh, sort of behind the scenes gossip and so forth that's been leaked out onto the internet this week. One that Lon reminded me of in a sort of a crossover. Why not? Wait, are we doing comics first or Comics, no? yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But uh, here we go, because you reminded me of something that uh, was mentioned and involves movies in that. Uh, and then a uh, writer director uh, of two yeah. films, uh, Narc and Narc. Smokin' Aces. Two of my all awesomest favorite movies. Michael hit him. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I wasn't telling the truth. I was lying. Okay, Smokin' Aces. That never Aces? happens, does it? Really? No. Okay. Uh, Joe Carnahan, who was responsible for Smokin' Aces, uh, is going to be writing a Taskmaster miniseries for Marvel Comics. Who's the Taskmaster? Oh, yes. It's it's a Mr. Photo Replex. Yes, what do they call right. well, They have a fancy name that only exists in comics for what his abilities are. It's telekinetic. on Lost now, Psychokinetic. Too. No, it's photokinetic. Or so. It's like photoreflective. Did you say photokinetic? <laughs> photo. If he sees a hobbit, he grows hair on his feet. What? He can lift a hobbit with he his mind. mind. Oh, my goodness. Oh. A photokinetic? Okay. I actually know the uh, Taskmaster because uh, I've used him many times to whip Derek McCaw's behind. <laughs> In hero clicks. In hero clicks. Oh, yes. Right. Oh. So who is the Taskmaster? <laughs> He's got. Uh, is he a Daredevil villain? A Captain no, America he, villain? I think he was an Avengers villain first. I think he appeared in Avengers. He's basically the guy. He the Taskmaster is a like kind of a. He's an like amalgam a, of a, a mercenary for hire. And essentially, I guess the storyline was he. When I first remembered reading about him, he trains. Other the, the thugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you like need like you know when you're shopping for an army of thugs, you want to go on a little you know mm-hmm. terroristic uh, threat. We prefer or something. to be called henchmen. Right. Yeah. He hi- he trains the henchmen. But the the cool thing about the the taskmaster they're usually like available ninety eight cents a piece in a bin at uh, not the, his men. Not his men. Know? They're more yes. yes. Exactly. They're more trained. But uh, his his claim to fame though is is that his photo. Kinetic, photokinetic, photo, photo remembering, whatever he reflexes. sees one of the other heroes do, he, he can, can do. He can see anything, which is a power copy. on heroes. I, I the like power character Saint Joan on Heroes has that ability, and right. it's also the char- the power of Echo. He also runs around with a sword and a shield. Then now that we've understood who Taskmaster is, thoughts, excitement, since you seem to love Smoke and Aces. I hated that movie, all but anyways, soul. No, but I will say this much about Smoke and Aces. Did you see Smoking Aces? I did. Uh, Michael and I saw it together. Okay, this is what I will say about that movie. I remember seeing that movie (laughs) and thinking, wow, that would have been a great comic book because the characters were all very cartoony and very kind of non-realistic. So, you know, so maybe this guy's better off doing a comic and kind of translating that action. A super hyper-violent comic, which I would assume a Taskmaster book would be. Right, right, since he is the mercenary kind of style. So, I mean, maybe it would be a good thing. Do we think that Carnahan can produce a a consistent limited series on and get it in on time? That'll be the big issue, I think. So it's not like right now. Again, with the writers, it's not like he can do anything else. Can he shoot a movie if it's already written? 
If it's already written, if someone greenlights it, but nobody's yeah. doing that. I mean, it's, okay. things are coming to a standstill as we're That's funny because a lot, of, a lot of movies, when they're shooting, I still have writers on doing rewrites of scenes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Which yeah. is That's why true, a, lot of yeah. the, uh, a lot of things have – they were rushed and greenlit and then nothing's being greenlit because from this point on – these scripts are locked in place yeah. or improvised, but even that's becoming a problem uh, because obviously, at, you know, not to rush ahead, but we, I guess, because it's, here's the topic, you know, why Jay Leno is uh, is under fire from the WGA this week because he's for writing doing his, his own monologue, stuff. saying he's writing his own stuff and that's a violation of the rules. Even though, look, he's a stand-up comic, and that's why I like Dave. Absolutely. Even though he is looking like a grizzled old prospector right now. Didn't they give the keys to the city to his beard last night? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't stay up that late. I I just saw a commercial. I I don't know. He's starting to look like my dad. It's really bothering me. I think I'm the only one at the table who prefers Jay, but okay. Yes, yes, you are. Okay. Okay, uh, I understand. I'm a woman. I have better taste. It's just how it is. Oh, stop that. (laughs) You have no depth perception. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no, you didn't. Snap. He did. did. Yeah, he did. And he's right. So uh, we go uh, on to Sajou Carnahan's on someone who is off, which was a prediction that was made a few months ago. Wait, wait. Can I stop you right there? I think you just did. The last, I just want to add one little footnote to that Carnahan story. Uh, the rumor going around originally was they thought he was going to be doing a juggernaut movie for the X-Men Origins thing. Oh, did you guys hear that? Lordy. No, I hadn't heard that. Well, he, the reason is, is he had posted like a picture of juggernaut on his blog. And a lot of people were speculating. The rumor was that, oh, you know, since he's got this juggernaut thing, he's probably going to be directing the next movie. He had later said that... That was kind of a hint that he would be working in comics for Marvel and something like that. So that's how the whole thing. Just because there was a picture of, on his block. Yeah, there was. And so then he weird. saw a shadow. You know, <laughs> I've I've put a lot of pictures of of uh, movies and television. You didn't direct Smoking Aces, though. No, but I'm not True. sure anybody really did. Okay, I know. I all know. right. Anyways, yeah. but that, I just want to put that last footnote on the the Carnahan story for all those people out there who even care. Uh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Mm. Absolutely. It's for the fans, baby. You go. Absolutely. Uh, A a loss that we're perhaps suffering in the comics world, Mark Wade, is is leaving The Flash after only six issues. And it is a highly touted return to the comic, to the title that essentially made his reputation. And now uh, he's, he's gone. How long was he back for? Do we know? I said six. It was six issues. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was checking uh, my phone. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Okay. That's why your Native American now, have you read name it? is occasionally pays attention. Have you uh, read it, those six issues? Yeah, uh, well, the five that are out so far. Yes. And what'd you think? Uh, I've I've enjoyed them, but as as he himself uh, said, has said in interviews, you know, he was given a status quo that was far different than what he had established, and people are saying, well, he couldn't recapture the magic because the Flash that he was handed, while still Wally West. Married, had two children. Two children, definitely setting along things in motion towards the Kingdom Come uh, version, because obviously the kid Flash in Kingdom Come was his grown-up daughter that had, uh, or a teen daughter, I says, that had a twin brother, because that was established in the in the sequel to Kingdom Come, The Kingdom, that there was a twin. But and his whole reason for going back to the Flash was that. Uh, the money. status quo had changed, mm-hmm. so he thought he could do something new with a writer. Yes. Is he leaving voluntarily or? Did he get fantastic he says so. bored? <laughs> he says so. Uh, but this was predicted to be back at Comic Con when he announced that he was edit- going to be editor in chief of Boom Studios, 
And someone said, well, we'll just see how long he lasts on The Flash. And sure enough, boom. <laughs> but he is... Boom! <laughs> he, that was really unintentional. He is assuring fans. Don't you... Is your child out in the car right now with the, with the, <laughs> the windows the window rolled, rolled down. up? <laughs> okay. Oh, let's just get pneumonia. Okay. The rain. <laughs> so uh, he did reassure uh, fans that he is staying on Brave and the Bold. But but the thing I'm noticing about Brave and the Bold is, if anybody's been reading that, it does seem to be completely uh, not beholden to DC continuity whatsoever. You know, it, that's it, a fair appraisal. Hooray! Yeah, actually, hooray! I think that's he's what makes the new it, Alex Ross. I think that's what's making it very readable. Is I don't I don't have to care about what else is going on in the other books and Brave and the Bold. Is Thank goodness for comics we can read and enjoy Which is what and have the original, fun with. the original Brave and the Bold was. It definitely had its own ongoing plot line that, you know, the characters that would have, the, the sporting characters that would show up in the original Brave and the Bold books never appeared anyplace else, but they were always bedeviling Batman in, can I, in that can title. Can I add an aside to that? I'm afraid of it, the but first okay. Because I see the, the bold, twinkle in your eye. You're going to love this one. No, I'm the not. The first Brave and the Bold <laughs> I think I can remember or ever got from, like, you know, the racks or whatever was one where he teamed up. He went back in time or something and teamed up with a character called Scalp Hunter. You remember yeah. that character? Yes. yes. It was like a superhero Native American yes. kind of thing. I don't remember the story. Uh, Scott Potter actually had no superpowers. Okay. Just, uh, um, he did have kind of a weird Indian mask or well, paint or something. Sure. But anyway, so. Watch Derek explode. He was the DC version of Red Wolf. Okay. Oh, right. come on. Anyway. I will not be baited. I said earlier, I am not your monkey tonight, Rick. <laughs> so I just think it's funny. Every time I hear the term Brave and the Bold or as a title, mm-hmm. I just automatically think of Batman and Scalp Hunter. For some, so when you said, oh, characters with Batman, or it made me think of Sure, that. but that's what, uh, that was a title. That, uh, the first time I ever read uh, The Demon was uh, Batman and the Demon team up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, very different than what Jack Kirby was doing with The Demon. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, Jack Kirby had his demons, I hear. So. Not, not really. No, no. he's a fairly well-adjusted man. You couldn't Happy go along guy. with that. No, okay. couldn't. Thanks. Not Thanks really. A lot. No, Thanks no. I mean, you know. it's called set up, knock him down. Come on, no, improv, he was not. Anybody? Okay, yeah, you set it up, we knock you See. down. I don't see the fall. Yeah, way to go, improv guy. All right, anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, clearly, okay. So the Flash is going to be a book that I'll be dropping. Although Keith Champagne is writing a transition issue, so. I'll be buying that. One more for your buddy. One more for my buddy Keith. Uh, but after that, I don't think Tom. I think uh, Keith Pyre, Franzia is picking it up. I think Tom Pyre is. Right? Are, are you going to be pushing that one again? <laughs> oh, I do it for Rick. Price now. I'm the only one who gets it. <laughs> That's why I, do I it. get it. It's just not funny to me. I'm sorry. My family knows the Franzi It's a callback. Uh, yeah, I know. So uh, because I'm thinking, wait, Keith Franzi, is that one of my grandpa's friends? Uh, so, uh, you know, anyway, uh, let's move on to a feature that Rick wanted to suggest. It's not a feature. I wish I could drop references about your grandpa's friends. You can. <laughs> but I can't. You can. Don't worry, I'll drop them Go later. Ahead. Rick, you're going to be dropping a lot of books in 2008. Well, I've just decided. I mean, there's a couple that I just read a whole bunch of. Like, I just read, I, I have to admit, I had been kind of like, picking through the Sinestro course. So I went through and read that whole thing. And then I got to last week's issue, which was the recap of the Green Lantern universe with the names of 200 different lanterns. Secret Files. Was that the Secret Files? Yeah. I, uh-huh. And I just I just got tired. Chump. It's like too many lanterns. Four I'm just bucks. Adios. So tired of that book. There are 3,600 lanterns. Yeah, and that's always been part of the mythos. How no, no, no. Are you wait, 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 wait. You got tired of the extra printing of uh, secret files and origins? 
No, it was a brand new. It was a brand new book. No, no, no I'm not, I didn't mean extra printing, but the, the new edition. The, let's make a little more money. Being on this asked to spend yeah. another five dollars. You know, out of the, it wasn't as, even the money. It was the time and the fact that I'm just realizing how little I care about all these variant lanterns they mm-hmm. throw in, and when one of them dies in some poignant fashion, I just go, "One less I have to think about." Totally. But yeah. then he's immediately replaced by another one. Yeah, immediately. I was getting depressed about all those rings going off to and find what out more characters I'm not going to care about. Rick looked up from the Sinestro Cold War and realized that he's been reading comics so intently that his son graduated last June and he missed it. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Thanks, I did Dad. not miss it. So anyway. I'm Sorry, gonna... Shang-Chi. Just a joke, man. Just a joke. I'm okay. at the very least dropping the core, if not the whole lantern thing, for at least a little while, at least until I get closer to the darkest night. I'd just like to say that I've recently spent some time in Rick's bedroom, and he can drop that, not even notice. He was He's... there with his wife and daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, must That's you drag out kinky. all the yeah. secrets? <laughs> <laughs> you know, our efforts to defend things really only make it worse. <laughs> so... I was just standing in the doorway. <laughs> but he's got plenty to read is my point. I, I, I've been in the Brett Cave and uh, I've seen that as well. So yeah. I understand. So, the, I mean, going down the list, also Legion. Supergirl's gone now. And did anyone read the last issue with Supergirl? In yes, it? I did. And did they just kind of like show her the door? Was that like the most – after all the mystery of why she was there and all that? Mm-hmm. It's like, Basically, okay, they wiped her memory. Time for you to go. But because, you know, they had a bad date. It's over. Yeah. Well, they said they had to restore things to the way history said they were supposed to go. Now, right? Yeah. Not three weeks ago. Not a year ago. But now. And in World War III, she popped back in in World War III and didn't know what had happened. Right. See, that's what they say. But, I mean, Supergirl, sure. Pain in the ass. But I was looking for a little bit more to that. That reveal as it, to was why. Yeah, it, it was odd. It was a force. It, it was something for And I have yeah. to say that the first issue after that, I really didn't care. It's just I, another I another administrative uh, superhero group, and it, where yeah. it's it's far more interesting right now in action comics, where they're a little older. There, it's eight years later, but actually, I guess it's a different Legion too. It's like yeah. the, you know, I mean, which is still not being explained. It's an uh, alternate from from this one uh, where. You know, basically, the Superman legend has come that the Earth, uh, Earth-based superheroes are now claiming it's bigger that, su- that the Legion's been claiming Superman's an alien, but since he's lost to history, they're saying no, he really was was a human, and they're kicking all the alien superheroes off of off of the planet and and putting all the aliens that are on Earth into concentration camps, and the Legion's gone back in time to get Superman. So Bush is still in office. Yes. Uh, and there's a red sun in the in the sky, so Superman has no powers and cannot prove that he actually is Superman to the people. So it's a... Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting story. It actually is a really interesting story. Okay. But but I think part of the reason I'm liking it is because it's the Legion I know. Yeah. And, it's and, the Legion from 20 years ago. And the Legion I'm tired of is is gone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moon Knight. I think you 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 had a... You're tired of it? Still reading Moon Knight? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the only reason I read it is because you get they a, give this pack each yeah. week and I open it up. And I gave oh, it and I go, great, there's Moon Knight. I loved Moonlight. I loved every <laughs> incarnation of Moonlight up until Moon, this. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Up until this one. And this one I gave 13 issues to. And, and Wow, that's a lot, Rick. Yeah, it is. I gave it two issues and yeah, I was well. done with it. But and, and you were a Moon Knight fan too, weren't you? I liked Moon Knight. So Have you what? seen my tattoo? No, I'm kidding. Oh. It's not a Moon Knight. Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably because there is a Daredevil tattoo somewhere on his body. We've all seen it. Yeah. 
I have not. No, you have no, I have not. I you have, have to. not. Aaron and I have show not. the we tattoo oh, later. No. Later off the air. No, no. it's great. It's, it's great radio. It's on his arm. Oh, the horns. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little tram stamp right there. Ooh. <laughs> Here's another single. Guys <laughs> should get tram stamps. That's awesome. <laughs> no, no, they shouldn't. But um, and the last, the last big thing I'm I'm killing off is all my avatar. So work. an entire publisher. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only thing I was buying was the Warren If Ellis. only you do could they do kill anything them besides Warren Ellis? Yes, they do uh, Night they of do, Living Dead. The most well known one. Oh, okay, they do what? I had, oh yeah, I had all Warren Ellis. All the stuff. all the Brian Polito stuff, you know, okay. so Evil Ernie, Lady Death, right. anything that he pulled out of that right. la- out of his last uh, bankruptcy. Rick's snuffing out an entire universe. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Oh, it's just that that's just a series of sad. Tedious books. Well, there are a lot of writers to me that, that do that when they're when they're not working in the mainstream universes. Warren Ellis is one who, as much as I think he's a great writer, it just gets so bitter when it's not when he's not working with somebody else's rules. Who says, "Hey, lighten up." Just a little bit, just like just a little, dude. We're paying you. At least say that you're happy oh, that we're and giving you money. The story ends with everyone dying. What a oh, surprise! Yeah, I mean, like a couple months ago, Mark Miller finished his Unfunnies. Did any of you guys read the Unfunnies? No. no. Cartoon animals where um, basically a serial killer traded places with a with a cartoon character, and so it was like little, you know, cartoon children um, getting kidnapped and killed, and it was like. It was the title was correct. It was very unfunny. unfunny. It was very disturbing, as it was like you know, AIDS and prostitution had been introduced to the, basically the Terry Tunes universe. Yeah, you know, Heckle and Jekyll. It was a penguin. You know, it was a cute little penguin um, refrigerator repairman <laughs> running around who was actually <laughs> killing all these children. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Great concept. <laughs> what? Serious execution. <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares now. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. What you know? It's just what? What is wrong? <laughs> I have happy feet. <laughs> uh, that's what you're calling it. Okay. So you know, it, it's just okay. So you're dropping Avatar. I've never bothered really picking Avatar up. Yeah. I, well, I think maybe they I, had a couple of they had a couple of Alan Moore like short stories they illustrated and got to reprint. So I mean, they've not they've had a couple books that were of interest to people, but. Yeah, I've never been all that impressed with her quality as a, a even like the paper. Yeah. So Boo paper. Boo. Now you, Michael, you've been reading up to two thousand five, I believe. You've caught yes. uh, you've caught up. Are uh, you dropping anything in particular? I can't take any more of that infinite identity crisis thing. No. Um I uh, I dropped this year I dropped Outsiders, uh Green Arrow. Um Well Outsiders kinda dropped itself team, team by becoming yeah. what else did we drop this year? It seems like I'm picking on DC. It's because I dropped all the Marvel books two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Are you going to pick up Brand New Day? Are you going to give uh, um, Spider Man a shot? No, there? no. I actually read the uh, the interview with the guy that's writing Brand New Day, Steve McWiener or whatever his name is. <laughs> Mc, 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 no. McNerney. No. <laughs> it's McBert. Uh, it's on. It's on Newsarama. Steve McGrover. Page. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve McBurton, Ernie. <laughs> Steve McBurn. And uh, he still didn't want to make me buy that book, even though he was talking about, you know, what a refreshing change of direction it'll be. And I thought, mm, no thanks. Well, yeah. yeah. And Joe Casado certainly seemed very unrepentant in his interview. And I think one of the things they said is, you know, that divorce would be, uh, would be you know, people would have latched onto that in the mainstream media that Spider-Man got a divorce. I think selling your soul to the devil uh, is, yeah, a lot I just don't think it's, it's not going to come up in the mainstream media because no one in the mainstream media is going to understand it. 
And it's like, well, oh, you went back and changed his We history? don't even really understand it. Yeah, no, yeah. But I thought it was interesting that at least in this interview Casada gave this this week, he said one of the things that Straczynski had wanted to do was actually pinpoint exactly where the change happened. Yeah. And it would have gone back to the infamous, though this will mean nothing to Michael, uh, drug issues of uh, Amazing Spider-Man 96 to 98. Holy crap. And say that what made really? the, that what made the difference is that Peter would have uh, called he nine one one comic code on the it would have called nine one one and turned Harry in and gotten Harry into rehab, and then that is the element that means Harry would never have broken up with Mary Jane, and that they would have stayed you know so that that's wow an interesting move forward but uh, un, un, unfortunately for what Chris so, Garcia was trying to to theorize last week. Uh, it, you know, it's it's they're saying like, well, everybody knows Spider-Man unmasked in Civil War. They just can't remember who was under the mask. Oh, please! Mm, that wasn't the interview I read today. The interview I read today with was Joe Casada. No, this was with the no. I know. I'm with saying this was the Joe Casada, the Joe Casada interview that was with, that was all week okay. on on comic book resources. So, and that's what so, he said. All these things Joe still happen. People just wrong. don't remember. <laughs> they know. But they don't remember. Didn't they right. do that in the Flash like uh, three years ago? Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't believe it. Yeah, Nobody it. wrote it down. Mind wiped Put it in yeah. a paper. I swear they did. They it. couldn't go they read it, did it for... look it up. Hello, Mephisto was involved. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> he erased the tattoo of Peter Parker <laughs> on J. Jonah Jameson's <laughs> oh arm. Okay. <laughs> That's your cut. They either did it for Stephen Strange or Stephen Strange did it for Steve Rogers. I can't remember. Which one of them wiped out the general knowledge of their? Uh, I think Doctor Strange did it for Tony Stark. Long yeah, time they, ago. They, they, oh, is that they, right? It was Iron Iron Man who made ah, everyone okay. forget. And you know, oh well, I can't believe I know it, that. Oh, and if it makes You're a good amazing. story, okay, but you know, whatever. But I noticed, you know, on the, to to make to uh, pick on DC a little bit. Last week in Countdown to Infinite Crisis, another book uh, I dropped to Final Crisis rather, and they revealed what had happened to Ray Palmer. They said that Ray Palmer has spent five years yeah. on this alternate Earth. and thought, Living on a man's mustache? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, replacing that, replacing earth, himself. That, that Earth's Ray Palmer who died in an accident. At, right as he arrived. Right, you know, a coincidental moment. Which means it's like, wait a minute, then these guys have only been fighting for two years. Three years are missing. I, you know, it's like it's bad when you start... Nailing, it, it almost to me just bring up the one more day thing. It's like his Earth rotates differently. How, yeah, there, so how yeah. long is he going? Would you at least say Earth fifty one has? You know, yeah, it's yes. a shorter year or something. <laughs> Earth fifty one, where the year is one hundred and twenty three days. Because we've pretty well chronologic or chrono- mapped out right, the man? last two Are years. Right? I'm having a stroke. <laughs> All right, and I realize even if you put in one year later, sure, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, you're but it still, still doesn't like work because it goes, cause it goes 52, two countdown. Was it three stop, years? Stop. I, these things hurt me. I know they go, do. Derek. And that's and why people laugh at you I, on the street. No, they don't. I don't. Okay. I don't see him on the street, though. It's just a denial fest tonight, <laughs> isn't it, everybody? Uh-huh. Okay. Lon la- he raised his hand. And again, and again a great move for radio. Lon raised his hand in a sense that he makes fun of me on the street. So, fine. Let's move on to movies. Oh, and, my God. You mean I can talk again? And people... And now, here's Aaron. You were talking. I was muttering. There's a rumor. And Latino Review, I think, is the first one that mentioned it this week, but it started going around. I found it on Mania. 
Yeah, but I think, but I think again, the, no, the they, actual they sources, Latino, Latino Review, review. Yeah. but I think and the I don't Latinos mean got it. This has Latino nothing to do first. with Lon, actually, because we know Lon is just is Native American. I'm part Latino. Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Which part? The good part. Okay, mm-hmm. mm, I believe that. All right, that uh, <laughs> that and, and 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 I don't know how I feel because I think part of me just is like. Oh, well. Uh, Brandon Routh has been officially behind the scenes told that even if there is a sequel officially, to Superman unofficially. Returns. Officially. Officially, unofficially told that if there is a sequel to Superman Returns, he can forget about returning. Which is a bummer. I liked him. I thought he was I the best part about job. that whole And thing. that whoever is tapped to play Superman in the Justice League movie is the one that they will spin off into uh, a new Franchise and that makes Superman sense. Films. It makes it, sense. It well, no, but they were mean, they were also saying that they wanted to keep the two franchises separate. That they because wanted to they keep are separate. willing to have Christian Bale and whoever plays well, Batman. That movie is making money. Uh, well, sure. Yeah, Superman Returns. Franchise. Superman Returns did make money. It just didn't make the you know say Batman money or Pirates of the Caribbean money. It didn't make franchise no. sustaining money. No, no, no hats. Or funny cowls, actually, if you want to go there. That's my theory. No funny cowls. No funny cowls. No funny leather hats. You were saying Pirates of the Caribbean. It wasn't Caribbean, uh, uh, Pirates of okay. the Caribbean, and it wasn't well, yeah. Plus, uh, Dark you know, Knight, Brian so. Singer and his crew totally killed that franchise by making Superman unlikable, a stalker, and a deadbeat dad. So I think it starts off oh, with yeah. Lois in the shower, and Clark comes in, and he goes, Hey, baby, and she goes, I had the weirdest dream. Yeah, I mean, I did have this awkward time trying to explain to my kids because they saw Enchanted and loved Enchanted and saying, oh, you know, Prince Edward again was – and as soon as I got to the things that they – you know, like he, – and he's in Superman. He's Lois's – yeah, okay, let's move on. You know? <laughs> They'll get it when they're older. Just call him his Cyclops and the kids will get it. So. But my kids haven't seen X-Men. I haven't shown them X-Men. What I think kind of a father test, are you? Uh, responsible one. Um, oh, you know. I've never heard of those. Okay. <laughs> let's not get there. Let's not get into our childhood wounds. All right. Uh, but yeah. I'm so, crying on the inside. So he's, uh, he's off. And it was really funny because last week he was mentioned in Iowa in political news because he went and stumped for a, a – uh, Brandon Ralph? Yeah, he was. He made an appearance. Really? Who picks him? He, I know. Uh, Barack Chris Obama. Dodd. Uh, well, he who, made an who, appearance. Who? He made an appearance for Barack, on behalf of Barack Obama. Did they introduce well, he, him as no, Superman? And so there. yes. And what I saw. Did. And what I saw was, was like, but my reaction was, oh, well, that's what he's doing these days. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I guess he got married. So it's like, oh, good. Then we finally confirmed he's heterosexual. <laughs> and and then and then he appears you know for Barack what? Obama. The producers of the Superman franchise. Hillary supporters. That's why. He okay, got there dark. it is. But I thought, you know, and, and there it was. And I thought, oh, they're all Republicans. What has he actually done Not likely, since Superman Returns? And that's two weeks. Yeah, I mean, two weeks, two years. Since Superman Returns, and he's really not turned around and done anything, whereas Christopher Reeve was immediately in projects, you know, and I just, I, just, I don't know, I just felt very weird and sad for, for Random Rob because I agree with you. I thought he was good in Superman Returns. I thought he wasn't allowed to do a heck of a lot in that film. Isn't there some sort of curse that people who play Superman don't do much else? No, Dean Cain's been working very oh, steadily. Yeah, for the last he appeared years. on Smallville as last Vandal night. Savage. Or uh, he was in a couple. Big he was names. in the Scott Peterson story. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! And yes, he was in Las Vegas. I know. That. Uh, did they actually so call him Vandal Savage? On I don't think they did. I haven't watched the episode yet, but I know yeah. that that's who he's supposed to have been. Yeah. So no, it was definitely okay, that I'll type be wrong of character. Then, that's fine. No, we will this be is what I get for listening to my father. Because what your father, father is repeating issues. is the old George Reeves story. Yes, George Reeves yeah. was not allowed to to do anything. You know, it, 
was not allowed to do anything else. However, Christopher Reeve certainly Christopher Reeve did have work, a good yes. good career for an actor who really had very limited range beyond. Yeah, he was a perfect Superman, and that was it. That's right. You take that microphone. What was the time, <laughs> the time travel movie he was in? When, Somewhere in time when he the way they traveled was by falling asleep <laughs> in their dreams. And he dreaming. Saw the yes, he willed yeah. himself back there. Yeah. Death Trap. Oh, I can remember seeing Death Trap, and when I he kissed so. Michael Caine on the lips, the entire audience goes, "Not Superman!" In! You've never seen Death Trap? Not Harry, Harry wait, Palmer. Wait, okay, I've Michael Caine and, and well, Christopher Reeve. Yes. Really? Oh yeah. No, I've not totally seen hot. Cold, <laughs> was it no? Oh, I was gonna say, was it You've a hot kiss s- or was it a you know rolling on the floor laughing kind of? You thing? know what, Aaron. You won't I'm spoil it for me I'm anymore. not going to judge mine. the kiss just, between okay. Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve. Come on. I'm you know you want it, to. Uh, I think that in the context, well, Christopher Reeve plays a sociopath oh. who has off-screen seduced Michael Caine. No. So I feel bad for Brandon. but uh, and, and again, that's officially unofficially, so no one from Warren Brothers is commenting, but it's been all over the place. And, and it almost feels like that's a rumor with sort of a, eh, okay. You know what? Dean Cain looks the same in every project I've ever seen him in. They really need to He's do Vandal that. Savage. He really needs to do that thing that Hollywood likes to do where they make a good-looking guy ugly. Oh. Because oh. he, he always Wait, looks like dashing Dean Cain. Trademark. <laughs> Wait. I'm having a problem. I, what's the problem there? Shut up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying put well, him in we'll Fight Club 2 and let's mess up, pretty boy. We'll mess him up like well, Jared Leto. I want to hurt something pretty. Uh, <laughs> so, speaking of something pretty, no. Um, you know, I, one last thing on the Superman movies. Sure, go ahead. Uh, at this point in that series, if you told me there was a new one announced, I would be, eh. I, there were so many things beyond yeah, the actor actually. wrong with the series at this point. I'd be, I'd be like, well, because it wasn't redefined, and that's what we needed. And I think if that movie yeah. had been a redefinition of Superman for the 21st century, like Batman, instead well, of a slave, you mean like J.J. Abrams' version of Star Trek? No, not like oh, that, okay. because that was way, way off base as far, as far as everything I, I've heard about that script. But, but I, I liked the idea that it was a continuation from the original movies. I just didn't like where How it went. Well. well, and I and I also don't like the fact that they can't do a Superman movie without Lex Luthor. Why can't they do somebody like Mogul or uh, you know Meta- Mongol, Mongol or, or Metallo, any, Metallo or any of the M characters? Parasite, the prankster. Yeah. Who's up for a prankster movie? Toy Man. Toy Man. Oh man, you Toy do that'd be sweet. <laughs> Toy Man would be Toy so man, psycho. Just making a line of toys. Uh, no, I mean, you know, if you do the Toy Man, especially the Toy Man version they did on the animated series, where he's got that creepy, just unchanging face, smiling, mm-hmm. and that weird Bud Court voice, of, you're not playing fair. I mean, that's the kind of thing that would haunt our dreams. Yeah. I'm sorry, you Does. just described Chuck Norris last night at the Iowa, whatever it was, caucus. Caucus. No, I'm dead serious. Chuck Norris is standing behind whoever the heck he was supporting, because I can't remember right now, and he's got Huckabee. this Huckabee. Huckabee, thank you. I start to personal thing. I try to block that from my brain because it's such a right, weird last Anyway, no, he's standing behind. We don't behind. make political endorsements or their opposites. Go ahead. Okay. No, he's standing behind this Republican Huckabee's candidate. He's a Nazi. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I thought we couldn't say their names. No, he was standing behind Huckabee and he had this grin plastered on his face. And I kid you not, he didn't blink for 30 seconds. That's called years of plastic surgery. It was scary. You know, and Botox. Focus, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a book uh, collecting all the Chuck Norris jokes. Uh, Jokes and things, yeah. uh, and it says it says th- it says thanks to Chuck for going along with it, 
And yeah, three months after its release, he's decided to sue because it, has, it says things that are untrue. Now, granted, I yes. think that a lot of Chuck Norris's fan base don't get that that's a joke. You mean he doesn't kick planes out of the sky? Uh, apparently, yeah. It's the exaggerations and the outright Wait, lies. Chuck Norris's tears don't cure cancer? No. Oh. No. No. You know what? Screw Chuck Norris. In fact, Chuck Norris's tears actually gave me melanoma. That was Lon Lopez, Chuck. <laughs> no, but you know what? I'm going to stand will, out of the way. He will kick your head off the only without reason, even wiggling a pinky. The only reason we're even talking about Chuck Norris is because those guys put that cool Chuck Norris website and everything back together. If not, he'd still be Chuck Norris total Jim Schiller. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the fact that Chuck Norris still even like Chuck has... Norris told yeah. Jim still Chuck Norris him Still, but I'm saying... He really should have just gone along with the joke. He should have just went with it. Yeah. Because everybody thought he was cool again, and now... And now he proved he's not. Now he's going to be like Metallica suing reasons. Napster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody's going to care anymore. Like, you're a jerk. And he's endorsing Mike Huckabee, so... There you go. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. We don't talk politics on this We We're, we're done with that. Sorry. You've mentioned the unmoving face, and that's what came to mind. So I understand. It's my fault. There we went off, and, you know, it's okay. I, I think that if people – I'm watching you, Norris. If you disagree with our right. political views, that's cool. This is America. We can have this. And you can write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com and tell me what an idiot you think Lon is. So um, – <laughs> But not Aaron, because Aaron said as a woman, she's got more taste than we do. Whatever. Chuck I Norris do. can't even type. I didn't say who I'm voting for. You have different taste. Baby. That's all we're saying. <laughs> I'm voting for Brandon Ruth. If, if someone okay. fictional could run, she'd be happy. All right. So it's uh, true, isn't it? It's true. It's true. John Favreau <laughs> gave an interview, the director like. of Iron Man, which has got me very excited. I mean, uh, Aaron was saying she'd made a list of like the movies she's looking forward to. And I think this may be the most. I left Iron Man off of it. She when I'm me. thinking, When I'm thinking of like. Should I audition for a play in the spring? It's like, this is a dumb reason not to do it. I don't want to audition for anything because I'm afraid. I'm going to miss a screening on so many movies I really want to see so badly. It's like, from the second Speed Racer opens to December when Star Trek opens, I'm just going to be in a nerdgasm. Uh, all the way it's okay. You won't like, be the only one. I know. So. I know. I, you know. I mean, this is like, for me, this is the most exciting film year in yeah, years, no. which is good because it might be the last film year for a couple. Yeah, uh, true. But, but Favreau gave an interview in which he said he would like to be the director of the Avengers film once it once everybody gets their fair shot, once the Iron Man gets established, once Captain America's there. I think he says Captain America's just a whisper in their, in their ears. You know, but right he now. also kind of was hinting that it's probably never going to happen, right? I didn't get that through that. No. The rumor I kind of heard was he had also basically stated that if they do do the Avengers movie, it's going to be different than, say, the Justice League movie that's coming because they would like to get all the actors that had established right. no, those characters. No, absolutely, yes. So essentially he didn't really imply it, but it, you know, you have to realize that getting all these actors and schedules and – you know, people together before no. they get old and grow when out you, of their roles. Well, when you when you sign these guys like three picture deals, and everybody would do that. You know, like Ed Norton. It, I can't imagine that they cast him as Bruce Banner without saying, "And you have to agree to be in three to be the Hulk in three movies." Doesn't have to be three Hulk movies. You know, could oh, be, sneaky. Could be an event, two Hulk movies, and an Avengers. Yeah, or maybe an Avengers and a Defenders. You know, I'm just. <laughs> Wouldn't I just that think nice? that I just think that it's well. Granted, we we haven't seen it done yet, and maybe Justice League will be the trailblazer. But I just think the the big montage movie or mo- uh, 
ensemble movies are, are just improbable right now. I don't think it can happen. So. But the X-Men happened, and I thought the With X-Men no names. Gonna... With no names. Halle Berry. She had Who's a name she? at that time. Really? Okay. She, she lost it. After in Catwoman? After, yeah, she okay. lost oh, it Catwoman afterwards. destroyed so much credibility for her, you, okay. you can't even imagine. I mean, she was... <laughs> Halle Berry was going to be the first character to be spun off of the James Bond franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were going Catwoman. to give her character of Jinx her own film. And, and then she then killed she, that guy on the highway. And then she did Catwoman, <laughs> oh. and that just killed everything. Oh, okay. But, you know, back Jinx to the Fenders thing, I should say a little side note. My, my son bought those superhero squad and things. Having to explain, I'm realizing Marvel has too many antiheroes to be uh, appealing to children. Because... In the Fantastic Four, you know, the, you know what I'm talking about, the Superhero Squadron, uh, Lon has them in his truck. Mm-hmm. He has some, but my son's finished up the Fantastic Four collection. So he's got the Silver Surfer, which it was okay. He watched the, return, the Rise of the Silver Surfer, saw the transition to the Surfer being, being oh, heroic. Good guy. yeah. But Did he, he get the giant Galactus? No. Oh, but okay, he got, but he got the, he, no, I don't even want to begin to explain Galactus. But he got the Thing and Namor. I eat planets. Sorry. And having to explain... <laughs> Namor. The, well, first he got the thing and Super Scroll. Explaining the Super Scroll, who has now sort of got his own title, uh, and, or is being you know heroic. It was like okay, but the Scroll looks like a bad guy, so it's okay. So they, they've all got they all have little they're kid smiley, faces and they're happy, all smiling and, and go, "Hey, I'm here to wipe out the earth." Uh, and to explain Namor, I think there should be more villains like that. Actually, where it's clearly <laughs> where it's you know you get you get. Uh, the, you, you get Mr. Fantastic and Doctor Doom, so it's a clear hero-villain two-pack. And then you get the thing in Namor and just say, well, Namor's problem isn't that he's a bad guy, so let me explain what an asshole is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just like, it's hard to say. Um, he protects Atlantis, but not like Aquaman, because Aquaman is pretty clearly heroic. But Namor, well, Namor wants to cut in on Mr. Fantastic's action with, <laughs> with his wife. <laughs> you know, it's all like... Marvel, stop appealing to small children, <laughs> which they are going to. They just launched a, a web um, animation series to tie into the Marvel Adventures. So they've got an Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Hulk uh, cartoon that uh, went live today. MarvelAdventures.com. Online. Okay. Yeah, computer animated cartoon. Check that out. Cool. So, uh, we should but link to that. But it's frustrating. I, I, I meant to. I accepted after school. I fell asleep. Okay. So, um, God, I wish you could do that. Oh, wait. No, I wish I hadn't because I had stuff to do. I'm doing oh. it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's what I was doing during the comic section. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, you hurt me. Well, All right. Other things we it. saw on the web this week. Indiana Jones. It was also a magazine. Vanity yeah. Fair got exclusive Annie Leibovitz pictures from... Uh, pretty, pretty spreads. Shia, uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf Shia and LaBeouf. Karen Allen and everybody from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And rumor has First, it there may be some alien aspect. To yes, which I was saying something about a science fiction, more of a science fiction aspect yeah. to the movie. Where Lucas said yes, because if you move it forward into the fifties, that uh, instead of having movie serials, what did you have? What was the equivalent? Were the science fiction B, B movies? So you have to suddenly make Indiana Jones to fit more in that style because Wait, that's where he's at. If they bring, if Spielberg brings in aliens to the indie franchise mm-hmm. is he gonna bring the aliens from close encounters in do you think I probably not i think that joke I was made by yeah. someone else. no i wasn't a joke no, no, i'm like I, wasn't, I think that i don't think we actually see i don't know that's pure speculation though we have no idea what I, we're, we're see, talking so. well i mean it's supposed to be a cold war story too yeah but you'll probably but you'll probably see more of a classic which actually the close encounter aliens aren't that far off from the idea of the grays but uh but it sounds more like 
you know, alien weaponry or something in the hands of the Right, Soviets but once you start or, talking about those crystal skulls and did aliens make those, then right. you're getting into these, to really Zorlack out into the X-Files sort of thing, you're getting into the Nordics and the Greys and all right. those things that Whitley Stryber was writing about. And, you know, I, I don't know how deep into that they're going to go, uh, but I'm keen on UFOlogy. Uh, UFOlogy? I just know that that hot, fun Shia LaBeouf's in it, and I want to see it. He's in it. Kate Blanchett's in it, looking... It's the first picture anyone's seen of her in her costume, and I, it, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. really odd to look at for me, mostly because I have no idea the character. I have no idea. Karen Allen still looks good. She's, I will say she that, does. That Vanity Fair photograph of Karen Allen is, is, is she if she's so Dean Cain. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. No, I mean, it's just She's unchanging. Really... She did not. I yeah. mean, the, the, the pic, 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 I mean, the size I saw, maybe that's part of it. I too. saw another picture of her where she had looked like she has aged. But she, she looks really look... good in that photo. Yeah, she looks great in that photo. Yeah. So, so Clay, Kate Blanchett didn't, or. No, Kate Blanchett just vaguely evil. The look didn't do it. I mean, not it, Russian, it's good though. for It's good for a villain. I have yeah. no problem with it. It's very, and I'm sure it's good Stark. for an action figure. And that has to, and I have no doubt that Lucas had that in the back of his head. I mean, the the interesting thing to me about that about that article was how much influence Lucas really has over it all, and that sort of scares me. On the other hand, he also admits that he doesn't didn't think that the second the the second and third films were nearly as good as the first. Which I thought, well, okay, if he was at least honest about that, because I've never I'm not as big a fan of the Indiana Jones films as I am of the concept. Beyond Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I thought was fantastic. I yeah. didn't like the sequels. That I thought they were rather sloppily put together, and, and Lucas I, uh, says similar things. Last Crusade's my favorite, so that's just me. And, and my and uneducated view. Last Crusade. Taste. I didn't say you were uneducated. Last Crusade has its moments, but I would say it does, Well, Sean Connery helps I'll everything. Out of all the yeah, summer see, movies, though, mm. I'm not really looking forward to this one. Really? Does anybody else have any reservations? or None reservations, whatsoever, yeah. actually. Are we I'm, hyped for I it, I will though, dive or? into the theater. You know, I will say, I'm not as hyped, but I mean, one, I, I'm not as hyped for this, mainly because I there are so many other things. I... I'm sorry, Speed you Racer. You only have so much attention. Speed Sam. Racer has me so hyped on adrenaline that I can't even worry about Indiana it Jones like and the you... Crystal Skull until I get to see Speed Racer, and I don't know why. I don't know why I want to see it's Speed Racer so badly. That's it. It's candy, <laughs> it's shiny, it's shiny, shiny it's and candy like. And and it's I swear you need to be high on something to watch. But I but I go to the YouTube and I watch the like the little cartoon introduction to Speed Racer, and I love hearing that theme song, and it just makes me feel warm and safe oh, and three. I think that's what it is. Oh, Finally, one of these movies for some reason has tapped into a childhood thing for me that I didn't even realize I had and and it's a little dis- and it's a little disturbing. Well, that's okay cuz you're a lot younger. <laughs> you know what the chicks, chicks dig Indiana Jones too. So, I mean, is that true or Kit, chicks uh, dig Shia LaBeouf. They want their four. No, actually, younger chicks not all of us. Yeah. Well, you're older. Well, than Harrison Shia. Ford, you know, he's a hunky weathered man, you know. There is that. Chicks dig that. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, I'm going to work on my way. I like Sean Connery better in the last one, though. But that's mm-hmm. Is he going to be in this one or no? No, he's no, not. He, he is officially okay. retired. Because League of Extraordinary Gentlemen pretty much put the nail in the coffin of his desire to act. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. Which Sadly is enough. odd because that really was his attempt to get into a franchise. And, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, oh, well. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of hyped about that, but I would agree with you. I think there are a lot of people. And it's no offense to you, and I think the the main target of summer movies me. don't know who uh, Indiana Jones is. Why? You know, I mean, they're putting out the young Indiana Jones Chronicles on DVD. They are. The they have. 
Yeah, they've been out for a couple How months. Do I miss these. What things? I don't understand is like, do you leave here and then spin a cocoon around yourself and don't go out I don't. and actually I just do don't anything? Pay then you, to and things. that's like the bat signal. We send you an email and go, come to the podcast, and you go, I don't know anything has happened. <laughs> the Oompa Loompas decamper. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel. It's like killer clowns from outer space. We've got this huge cotton candy. No, thing. I'm the one who just, I'm the one who brought up the Dragon Ball Z thing. Okay. Yes, but only after I sent the mail out. <laughs> you know, ah! Anyway. Okay. Okay, Fine. so yes, the Young Indi- uh, Volume Two, the second season of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, ju- came out on DVD just before. That will be on my wish list. But they and they really accelerated Don't. those. I mean, the first se- first season came out uh, oh. the beginning of November. Then the second season was out on DVD at the beginning of, of December. And I don't know how many more they they've got. They're but trying to get all those I'm movie so sets out. They're now. trying to get all the TV sets out while the writers are on strike and people watch them. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, mm-hmm. you have no idea how happy this makes me. I did not know they were on DVD yet. What I noticed is that the second the second set has. And, and no, they don't mention it on the uh, on the credits anywhere on it. But they have a photograph very prominent that Daniel Craig has a ca- cameo. Well, Catherine Zeta Jones was in, in one, one of, of them. the Young Indiana Jones uh, episodes, and I don't know because I've never actually seen it. But Catherine Zeta Jones is in one. Uh, but I do um, have the first set, and I need to start walk working my way through them and, and and watch them. He has that scene in the Laura Croft movie too that I'm sure. Yes, yeah. he was playing Daniel Laura, Craig Croft. Was in Laura Croft. Daniel Craig was in Laura Croft movie playing her ex boyfriend. Slept through those. She I, walks in in his apartment. He comes out of the shower totally naked. naked. Yeah, I have to admit, I you know I did enjoy the. Uh, he played an American, though. The Wild yeah. Cherry Pepsi, so Laura Croft commercial. But beyond that, I didn't really like the movie's name. Okay. Not a fan. I All right. What's the next movie TV we're anyway. going to talk about? Uh, um, well, uh, let's talk about Dragon Ball Z. Since you got excited that you know something. Go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> it was just the... Uh, and I'm out. Thanks for letting me. Thanks for Michael. Come in. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to go look in the adult section. He just doesn't <laughs> want to get it spoiled. Yeah, because right. he knows so much about Dragon Ball no. Z. Aaron, what about Dragon Ball Z? No, um, so they announced casting for the Dragon Ball Z movie. They were just calling it the Dragon Ball movie. I don't know where the Z even comes in. Um, but they announced casting for it, and Chagun Fat is actually going to be playing yeah, a character. That's... And um, I went and actually looked all this up, and the character he's playing, it's it's a teacher. He's a teacher of mm-hmm. whoever, mm-hmm. whatever the characters are. I don't remember. He teaches them how to play with their Dragon Balls. Oh, excellent to know. Um, so, no, his character, if you look at the Not actual animated... Not that off because I have played one of the video games, and that is essentially <laughs> what you're trying to do. You earn Dragon Balls, you play with them, you up your power. Oh, I, I, I know. I'm that. a huge fan. I don't think that's what he... Never mind. Shh. I'm not going there. Let's go there. Okay. I'm messing okay, with fine. you, Aaron. I know. It's so easy. I Just know. take a break and start talking. So, the character that Chai Fat is playing... In the cartoons, is depicted as a oh, kind Chow of. Oh, Yun Fat's in it. Yes, Chow Yun Fat. I had mentioned that, or did it get drowned out by other people making fun of me? I think you me? mentioned that in rehearsal. I think it got edited out. So go ahead. <laughs> Chow Yun Fat is playing the master, as I said about two seconds ago. And okay. I think it's the visual depiction of the master in whatever pictures you see of the cartoon is a hunched-over old man with sunglasses and a really long white beard. So That's I'm really. The master. Yeah, I know it's going to be weird. Yeah, but then also. Um, also cast in it as the bad guy, Piccolo, and I'm really upset that I remember that because that's just disturbing, is going to be played by James Marsters. Oh, cool. Yeah. Spike. Spike, really? except I've played, Piccolo. I played Piccolo on the Dragon Ball Z He's game, green actually. and wears yeah. a turban. I'm saying this seriously. Yes, I do. Because I, I, I have one of the video games. So James Marsters will be green and wearing a turban. So yeah. Cool. Weird, but kind of geekyish. Which geek-ish he should have done when he played Brainiac on Smallville, but they didn't let him do it. So you know, <laughs> there's uh, 
I'm fine with that. I've been waiting for it to be so, green and turbid. That's my oh my god! I found this out news. Okay, it's not um, even that great because I don't even like Dragon Ball that much. But I'll watch it because it's Italian. But how is Dragon Ball it. gonna get uh, translated to live action? I uh, don't know. In English, hopefully, a, it's gonna look. A no, lot, they're gonna be to speak Chinese. It's gonna look a lot like hun- Kung Fu Hustle. Well, if it was, that'd be cool. But That's I have okay. A, I have a feeling it's going to look more like the Van Damme Street Fighter movie. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that was that's a another, classic. That's, a, that's another that's movie the feel that I'm getting. you don't watch unless you're, you've had a... It's got to be hyperkinetic. I mean, you've got to... A few uh, drinks before. I, I, I watched Street Fighter. I saw Street Fighter in the theaters, in a theater Me in Utah. Me too. We had nothing else to do. I've never laughed so hard it. at a movie yeah. before. Yeah, that's true. I laughed very hard. And then there were two guys in the theater... That were not part of the comedy sports team that was stuck in Provo, and um, and they yelled at us. They were mad at us for making fun of this movie that they were taking very seriously. Who and could take that movie seriously? I don't know. Two guys in Utah, clearly. <laughs> uh, other odd casting news that I guess is confirmed because I saw it. Uh, actually, well, I shouldn't say I saw. It. I went to Wikipedia and they had it down there that um, Star Trek, which I am very excited about. Again, see, it's carrying my enthusiasm through to December. <coughs> The Star Trek film, uh, directed by J.J. Abrams, uh, has, an, has a very odd casting note, which is that a an actor who has heretofore not appeared in anything really mainstream, but is one of the most successful Hollywood stories right now, is going to be appearing as the head of the Starfleet Academy. Big Mama? Rick, can you guess who I'm saying? He's very uh, produces. His name's been on a lot of writes, movies lately. Directs, produces, and occasionally stars in his own movies. Frank Miller, <laughs> and uh, and keeps taking Hollywood. Every and every movie that he has <laughs> has done has either been opened at number one or number two at the box office, completely flummoxing the uh, the usual naysayers in Hollywood. Wow, I have no idea. Well, he's rarely played a man. Rip Taylor? So I know you're going to go with RuPaul, but you'd be wrong. Tyler Perry, who is actually who's actually so successful, he's opening his own film studio and going to start his own cable channel in the next uh, within really? the next year. Really? And produce all his own content. This is how successful the guy, and this is a guy who was homeless ten years ago. Uh, Gives it, us hope. It, yes, that you'll someday have a home, Lon. Is that yes. what you're hoping for? Uh, Tyler Perry will be, will be playing the head of Starfleet Academy. And we will, and he will be crucial. Not the head of Starfleet Academy, the, the yeah, no. test master. I no, he's no, the head, the head of, of Starfleet Academy. Oh, really? Head yes. of Starfleet Academy. I thought they said he was a test master. We'll be no. in the will be in the crucial scene that reveals exactly Spoiler how. Alert. Well, no, it's not because we know that this happened. If you know anything about Star Trek continuity, well, it, but, but we don't yeah, know what's going to happen in the movie. I think it's well, fair I to give a spoiler alert. That I'm with her. That's been given. I think anybody who is a Star Trek fan and knows that. James Kirk went to the Academy, knows what he's notorious for, for having, having done. done at the Academy. Will reveal what happened, yeah, how, he how he cheated. How he cheated on the Kobayashi. Yeah, if you haven't seen Star, Star Trek Wrath of Khan, then. And if you haven't seen Star Trek II Wrath you know what? of Khan, Actually, why are you I listening haven't... to What? <laughs> okay, that's probably a lie. I probably did see it, but I was probably five. Then you, little Missy, need to. Before you get back into your cocoon, <laughs> rent Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, and watch it because it is the greatest of the Star Trek films. If not the greatest film of all time. Absolutely. I still like four better. Anyway. Better. Wow, there's a pained look on Derek's face. <laughs> I gave Derek a heart attack. <laughs> I think you may See, No, this is the only reason I come to these is to basically <laughs> give Derek heart attacks. He's coming, Elizabeth. To shock him with it. <laughs> <She just, laughs> I'll tell you, you know why she likes four? 
It's because the it's girl. It's got whales. No, at the end, the girl tells Jim Kirk, I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not why I like this. It's not you. Four. It's me. <laughs> that's not why I like four at all, but. That movie almost had Eddie Murphy in it. Actually, I think the reason I like that movie is surely for the words nuclear vessels. Nuclear vessels. Nuclear vessels. Check of as I yeah. add little. Yes. Anyway, moving uh, on. Yeah, so that's an interesting thing because it's 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 like the main, mainstream finally acknowledging Tyler Perry and putting him in. I, I mean, I don't know why it's so startling to me. The other thing J.J. Abrams related, which I really did not realize until this week, is that he didn't direct Cloverfield. Oh. Oh. Is he just the producer? He's the producer. He didn't write it. He didn't direct it. Yeah. He is just the producer. But it comes out this month. Yes, it, it does. comes out this month. And I'm month. pumped. It looks and, great on this commercial. And, and they're claiming, but it's still, it's J.J. Abrams' Cloverfield. I'm and it's kind like, of scared to watch it, actually, because I think I'll get motion sickness. I watched the five, there's a five-minute clip. It does kind clip. of look like Blair Witch Project yeah, a, little a little bit. bit. I finally watched the five-minute clip that's been online. But yeah. It's intriguing. I don't know if, I, if that will hold, because of how much it looks like the Blair Witch Project, I, I don't know how long it's going to hold my attention, but my other reaction was, wow, the Statue of Liberty head's a lot smaller than I thought it was. It's not a big statue. It's not? No, it's not. I thought people climbed up into it. Didn't it's, the Ghostbusters all stand in It's the, actually they, a very small statue. Really? Well, see, I've never been to New York City, so. It's about eight foot tall. Oh, yeah. Michael, Michael's back. Michael, go ahead. Speak. Yeah, it's uh, it's like three feet tall, and uh, <laughs> you, can, you can buy it for like 20 bucks at any of the gift shops. They've all got one. <laughs> Okay, I, so I, I actually, yeah, okay. Is it made out of styrofoam? How dare you make fun of my voice? Because <laughs> it's so easy. Anyway, uh, so we go. So Cloverfield. Cloverfield. I mean, it's opening in two weeks, three weeks? The 18th? The 18th. Two weeks. So January 18th. Uh, I know you'll all be fighting me for the screening uh, pass. I, I, I have not heard. No. What? Not so much. I haven't heard anything about wh- when it will be yet, but... Uh, I'll certainly alert out. And I think Juan we'll should get it. He was the one who brought, brought it to the table first. Mm. We'll see. Maybe. I might have a meeting that night. You know, he has meetings. Mysterious meetings. Uh, so let's go. We're on a J.J. Abrams roll because no, January 31st, a show that you guys have actually caught up on and watched. Go ahead. Talk about it. Lost Returns. Go. I really want to see it. It looks awesome. That's it. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> no, we can move on from there. That's fine. We're actually. getting a new show, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, which has Say Sarah that again. Chronic Chronicles. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Sound more has Say it like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I am a friend of Sarah Connor. There you go. Uh, uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles will be starting on Fox <laughs> sometime <laughs> in what? Uh, it is this month, is it not? It is. Yes. Okay, it's, that's not. It's Arnold actually. Anymore. It's actually going to have a special like Gomez premiere. Adams for a second. It's going to be a special premiere on the thirteenth, followed by the first uh, regular episode on the fourteenth. So two nights of Sarah. Sarah is the Dominator going two, to be doing a special two, introduction? Two nights of Sarah Connor. Two. I'll, I'll, nights. I'll be back. Consecutive the, nights. I'll be back the next night. Sequentially. Congratulations. But Thank that one. <laughs> That one looks good, and I like the cast. It has the most disturbing. I'm still really I bothered like, by that picture of Summer Glau, which what? is on the bags here at Elusive Comics and what? Games. Hey, hey, oh, wait, 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 wait. What? Summer Glau's on a bag? Yeah. Summer Glau is it's, it's, it's smoking. It's reminiscent of the Borg Queen. Being I know, but uh, I know we've talked about this, but it but still she's such disturbs a soft, me. Beautiful looking upper torso. It's hot, and that no, I don't. It's like <laughs> no, it's hot. <sighs> it's hot. Everybody come to Elusive Comics, Comics and, and Games. Games at 2725 uh, Camino Real Suite 105. 
Ask for the Santa Clara, California. Ask for bag. the for the Summer Glow bag. Um, yeah, you know, buy a lot of comics, get a bag with Summer Glow's picture on it. But it's also been an ad in comics. So two possible ways that Aaron would never actually see the picture, and now she's running off. But it's uh, tattooed on a guy's chest. <laughs> that's another one. Uh, <laughs> so did you get the picture? I well, no, I saw the picture and I okay. didn't know that she was in it, and so that's really interesting. And now I really do have to watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's a Terminator, obviously. Sarah Connor know, herself being cool. played by Lena Headey, I believe, was the actress. There's a great line. Something they're talking about getting all the guns ready, and she says, "And I'll make pancakes." Okay, yeah. I, I I like this plan because I don't know if I if I'm I, the only thing I think I've seen her in is The Brothers Grimm, and she, it, but nobody was very impressive in that movie. No, so it's it's hard to say. Uh oh, Aaron found something else. Yeah, it's Doctor Who. Yes, yeah, Aaron, Aaron just discovered that Doctor Who is in comics. Uh, if Aaron's she, reading Five Month Old Wizard. I know. And if she read, if she read FanboyPlanet.com, where I had mentioned when IDW first announced it, we had a whole thing about it. I read it. You, I just don't read it no, regularly. You hate me. You hate me. <laughs> I do not I hate you. you do. Uh, but let's, let's Torchwood. Let, let's go. Torchwood. Hey, see, Torchwood. I, I so successful for the BBC America that the BBC. England agreed to let them show it at the same time. Season two of Torchwood. First time ever. A BBC series. Well, yeah, because you want to cut the commercials out. Totally. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, no, I'd have to fire it anyway because I don't get BBC America. I don't either. So that's the other reason. I don't either. You want to come over my house and watch it there? Say that more in a disturbing way. You want to come over my house and watch it? God, I'm just Share my place on the couch? (laughs) Anyway, oh uh, well, if it's going to be that kind of party, oh, a torchwood party. We're, we're, <laughs> the sad thing is, Walter's sitting there going, "It's torchwood." We'll forget that Aaron's there. Captain <laughs> yeah, Jack. Anyway, it's coming back, uh. and uh, you know, so season two begins. I believe is it January twenty sixth. I think it's the thirty first. The thirty first, because January twenty oh, sixth, the first season comes out on DVD yeah. in America. So yeah, for if like you, if, sixty something dollars. Well, it's not it's as expensive. But right now on YouTube or any of the other uh, video sharing sites, you can go and see like a minute promo for the new season. Oh. And in it, they show, we mentioned it before, James Marsters. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's getting in around. at least one of the episodes. And well, they I, love him in England. From what I've put together, he plays another Captain Jackish time traveler. And I think his name is Captain something, Captain J something. <laughs> I wish Captain I, something. It's well, it's like Captain Jack, yeah. Captain, Captain N, and the Nintendo Power Team. That, <laughs> must, that must be it. Wow. Um, but he's wearing like a red band uniform looking thing, so we'll have to see what that looks like. Captain Pepper. Captain he's been promoted. <laughs> but the uh, but the other yeah, <laughs> Sergeant Captain Pepper's, Planet. Captain. Uh, the other giveaway in that is guess which Doctor Who companion from the third season of Doctor Who is going to be on the uh, on the series. Oh, that's right. She's Martha. doing... Martha. Pino! Martha shows up in mm-hmm. uh, season Prima two of Torchwood. Agu- Whatever. Yeah. Prima. Prima Aguiar, I yep. believe. Ag- Ag- you don't know. There's an R know. in that? Yes, there is. Sure? Ag- <laughs> it's awful. Well, but anyway, <laughs> it's exciting. But it looks and, and if I if I'm really good and, 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 and dedicated and awake, because I haven't been well... I still have those in the interview with the producer of uh, and the head writer of Torchwood, 
that Aaron Frost was with me. We got pictures, and we need, I need to transcribe that and get that up because they talk a bit. I took pretty pictures. They teased except- – you did. They teased <laughs> us mercilessly with stuff about Torchwood Season 2 that they would not actually you know, yeah, reveal. Yeah, they were evil but, in a good way. But I can. I asked Chris Chibnall, the head writer, so what, you know, what's your favorite moment of, of writing Torchwood? He says, Season 2, Episode 1. I'm like, ah, jerk, you know. <laughs> so I'm. He really said it with a grin on his face. He, though, he did. He was oh, he knew he was tormenting yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm very excited for this, and I, I'm excited for it being, you know, I, I, the simulcast is the so. wrong word, but yeah, that we're getting it at the same time. I think it should be. I'm tired of this. I mean, I'm glad that they, it's that silly. They're it's like, okay, it we're going to put it in the boat and ship it to the states, right? Okay, yes, is in a, a rowboat, sailboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if only Sci-Fi Channel would get the clue about Doctor Who and do the same thing. Well, yeah. I, I understand BBC America is trying to wrest that away from Sci-Fi. I'm almost okay with that, except again, I don't get BBC America. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess I just need to. <laughs> Michael, don't 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 worry about it. Yeah, anyway. I don't want to look behind me, do I? No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's what I'm saying. You don't. No! <laughs> don't no! look. Oh, lots of Aaron turns turned into a pillar of salt. That was exactly where I was going. Oh, it's so great that we could all sit here and become BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we know what each other's oh, thinking. God. And it's Fanboy Planet. It's a strange marriage of five people. So, um, well, I'm, I'm kind of including Aaron because then it doesn't seem so weird. Yeah. She's no, not it's happy still about weird. It. Yeah, it's she's still not weird. She's not <laughs> happy about it, but you know, go with it. It's the yeah. You know, well, that's all we've got this week. If you've got any comments, criticisms, no, it's not a thing against Lon. I'm not. Uh, you know, he's comments. Criticism, he's single, concerns. ladies. Um, <laughs> any comments, criticisms, criticisms concerns, or concerns. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. Remember, of course, that we podcast out of elusive comics and games. 2725 El Camino Real Suite 105 in Santa Clara, California. What? Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't buy comics anymore. What? Oh. <laughs> okay. The only place drums. that Lon Lopez would buy comics if, if he had a job. Them. So no. he's single, ladies. All right. So, uh, you know, write in. Also, if you check out moreonlife.com because there's some really funny stuff happening over on that site. Is my episode up yet? Is, yeah. No. Dang it. <laughs> and it won't be for a long time. <sighs> Anyway, so uh, I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Go around the table. Say who you are. Say goodnight, folks. I'm Rick Brett Snyder, and I'd just like to say goodnight, folks. We should just end it right there. That was good. <laughs> that was good stuff. That was good. That was the stuff. That was, that was dramatic. Uh, Lon Lopez, goodnight. Michael Goodson, goodbye. Did they, here, actually say that in the microphone. Michael Goodson, jokes are always funny twice. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Frost, female influence, something or another. Yeah, sure, and we remind you to use your powers only for good. No high five. No high five. No And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Oh my god, I'm so jealous that you have all seen the Doctor Who and I haven't. So I need to go you find still it. haven't? No, I didn't have a chance to go find it online. 
Really? Because it's on my hard drive right now. Right hey, here. Right That's a euphemism, by the way. Figure <laughs> that part out. It is and it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was always intriguing to see you rock out, Aaron. It's, uh, you should yeah. see me play rock band. I am awesome. In what do you dreams. play? I'm the singer. Are you the singer? I'm pretty much one of the few people Please. in the group who can hit all the notes. <laughs> well, almost all of them. Sometimes they go too high. <coughs> Sometimes she goes too far. <sighs> okay. Ready? Hmm. All right. <clears throat> I got something interesting. Let me see. <coughs> oh. Well, that's different. That's very different. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> normal. All right. <laughs> um. Listen up, fanboys. This is Lon Lopez coming to you from the storm-drenched streets of Santa Clara at Elusive Comics and Games. Let's send it back to the studio for storm-drenched host Derek McCosh. You forgot to say hello, fanboy. I was just trying to do something different. It kind of sounded like Lon forgot his name. This is (laughs) Lon Lopez. It was the storm. Oh, is that what that was? Perfect storm. All right, you want me to do another one? All right. Yeah, let's try that right. And now, here's Aaron. You were talking. I was muttering random shit. Crap stuff. (laughs) Cuckoo! Yes, crap is so much better than shit. What what was it? Pew! That was our new editing sound. Pew! No, it wasn't. My apologies. Let's never bring that back again. I'm trying to finish the goddamn sentence for like two minutes now. Cuckoo. Uh, <laughs> I love that I'm the only one at this table who's cussing. <laughs> oh, I'm cussing died. all right. You just can't hear <laughs> Oh, you killed Derek. Uh, good job. Uh, good job. Okay, go ahead. <laughs>